Hello, I'm Marsha Ogden. Welcome to my podcast, Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus. It's for anyone who's passed that milestone, like me, by a long chalk, and who, like me, has realised that we could be on this earth for another 30 or 40 years. So let's plan to make the rest of our life the best of our life. Before we get started with this week's episode, can I just remind you to please, please, please review, share and subscribe to the Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you do want to plan to make the rest of your life the best of your life, take a look at www.gurgleit.com forward slash my best life and find out more about my best life journal and workshops. Welcome to episode 47 of the Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast. This one's called What to Do If You Lose Your Mojo. You're going to love my guest this week. Originally from Atlanta in the States, but now living in Panama, I'm chatting to Erica Leary. It's an edited version because, as you'll hear, she's so easy to chat to, we ended up talking about anything and everything. So I'm giving you just the relevant bits. We talk about how strict the lockdown is over there, how Erica stuck by her motto of no regrets and upped and left the States to live and work in Panama. We briefly talk about her work as a design your life architect, but appropriately, she is going to ask us three questions that will put us on track with keeping our mojo or rediscovering it. How is everyone? I know it's not the same for us all, but I think time is absolutely flying by. Because it's funny because it seems to be on days when I get up and think, I'll just take it really easy today. I seem to achieve more. As an example, on Easter Sunday last week, I thought I'll sit down, watch films and eat chocolate. Wrong. I treated my oak furniture with that um, that special oil that they need every now and again, which mine never get. I did an online yoga class. I baked a vegan cake and then I found out that putting my Best Life journal on Amazon as a Kindle edition was far more straightforward than I thought it was going to be. So I did it. Result. If you're not convinced yet that journaling can change your life, or perhaps in these very strange times of lockdown, you're just on a really strict budget. Well, Guess what? I've published the Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus My Best Life Journal onto Amazon Kindle at just £6.97 UK or US$7.99. Because obviously, having published the Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus My Best Life Journal, I am going to keep stressing the benefits of journaling. And now, do not tell me you haven't got time. My journal is a year long. It's undated, so you can start it when you want. And the pages are big, so there's lots of room for a reflection and planning. And it's not just a diary or a planner. It's a place to write your thoughts 
and work on breaking bad habits and developing new traits and skills. And as I say, at £6.97 it's a snip! If you do still prefer the actual hardback edition, you can take advantage of my friends and family discount price of £23 rather than the advertised £33. All the links will be in the show notes. As you know, instead of a handy life hack, whilst we're on lockdown, I'm going to be bringing you a few of the best ideas that I've seen on social media for keeping us productive and entertained. So here goes with five more tips. Number one, even if you are alone, make an effort to cook a lovely meal, a full breakfast or a fancy dinner and serve it on your best china. Number two, choose an object, then in your own style and interpretation, draw it. You might be amazed at the outcome. I tried it and I was. I don't think there's any market for it, but it certainly wasn't as bad as I expected. Three, the Open University has a whole range of free, yes, free courses online. Go to www.open.edu forward slash open learn forward slash free hyphen courses. I will put a link to that in the show notes. Number four, tune in to a radio channel that you wouldn't normally choose and just see how it goes. Number five, Write an actual letter, you know, put pen to paper and pop it in the letterbox whilst you're out on your daily walk. Before I introduce you to Erica, I just wanted to say that I am aware there's a little bit of a dip in the sound quality on Erica's audio, so just ignore it. Here she is. My guest today on the Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast is Erica Leary, who is over in Panama City. She's originally from, was it Atlanta? Atlanta, Yeah, Georgia, originally from States. Atlanta in the States, but she is living and working in Panama. Now, before we talk to Erica about her work and how she got to be in Panama, I want her to tell us about the coronavirus restrictions that are currently in place because, listen, you think we've got it bad here in England, <laughs> just wait till you hear what the conditions are over in Panama. Erica, tell us about going out and what you can and can't do. Okay, so it started slow here at first. It was just, you know, you should stay in your house. And then it was all essential businesses were um, closed. And then it was you have to stay in your house and you can go out for two hours a day based on your ID number. And you had specific times. So, for example, if you're married, your times, you know, your time and your husband's time may not be the same time. So you can't go out together. <laughs> 
And now it's even more strict. Now it is nobody goes out on Sundays and women can go out on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and men can go out on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. And they're really cracking down. They've picked up um, the last several days, like 500 people one day, 600 people another day that were out like when they shouldn't be out. And you can only go out until, I forget what the end time is, but I think on the last time frame and my frame is 5.30 to 7.30 and then nobody else can go out after that. Grief, it sounds a lot more strict though with the ID thing and going out. I just haven't been out. I haven't been out in like two weeks. Yeah. Because there's no point. I just got, you know, when it first started, I just went to the store, got enough stuff to last me. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because, you know, it's a Latin American country. And so everything, you know, um, culturally, the people are different and everything is happy and love and singing. And so there's videos right now of the police. They're all out on the streets in force. You know, they're picking people up, but they're also setting up like little areas and they will connect like, I don't know, speaker, loudspeakers and stuff. And they're singing and dancing in the streets (laughs) to like... To like uplift yeah. the people. Yeah, yeah. And this encourage is the them to stay in the houses. Like, hey, we're here. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're here. <laughs> Street theater. Just look out your windows. <laughs> right. But they're doing, um, yeah, all sorts of like singing and dancing to yeah. uplift the people. So moving on, we could talk about this all day, I'm sure. <laughs> I know. Moving on, how did, you, how did you come to be in Panama from Atlanta? So, um, that's sort of a long story short, but, um, my mom was Panamanian and it was a wild hair a hundred years ago. I was going to learn Spanish and I just one day decided that, you know, I was seriously going to go learn Spanish. I, I had studied it and just never spoke it. And Hmm. I don't know, it was just, you know, how you get like an idea in your head and it won't quit. It's sort of the same with starting a business, you know, like for years and years and years, I thought about going and I thought about going and I thought about going. And finally I was like, okay, it's, you know, why wait? Yeah, exactly. You just got to do it. Yeah, exactly. And I just took that leap and yeah, you know, I loved it. So did did you have somewhere to go in Panama then if your mom's Panamanian? No, you just so my mom. <laughs> no, my mom moved to the states when she was probably eleven or twelve, right? And all of her family lived in the states. And, yeah. Um, I didn't speak Spanish. Clearly, I just said that 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 was one of my reasons for wanting yeah. to come here. So I had no job, no. I, I mean, nothing. It was hysterical. I stayed with um, somebody that my grandmother knew mm. for the first couple of weeks. Wow. Yeah. And it was just, it was exhilarating. It was scary. It was, you know, everything that taking a leap is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're absolutely right. Because I mean, if you'd sat in Atlanta thinking, well, when I get to a certain level of competency with Spanish, then I'll go. Or when I have an X amount of money, when I get this X promotion. It never happens, does it? So yeah. So how many years ago was that? Uh, it's been like 13 years. Right. And and you still think it was the, it was the best decision? Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I just, I think you shouldn't live with regrets and it's one of those things I think I would have looked back on and not to say I'll never go back to the States, you know, <laughs> I'm starting to think about it more, you know, the older I get, but yeah. Um, it was just one of those things that really, I think I would have thought about for the rest of my yeah, life. Yeah. Yeah. I did not do it. it. Yeah. 
And are the people very different to Americans generally? Um, yes. You know, I think when you go anywhere, every country has its awesomeness and its stuff that you can yeah. probably live without. So here, everybody is happy. I mean, no matter how much money they make, no matter what they're doing, and the salaries are so low. Mm. Um, I remember when I was first coming and um, a guy I was working with at the time was like, why are you going to go there? You know, you could make so much money here. You're going to be working for pennies on the dollar. I was like, I have to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's time. Yeah. And um, so the people here just, they live off nothing, and they, you know, but they're happy. But they're happy. They're yeah. They're very happy. And everything is about family and, mm-hmm. you know, hanging yeah. out. And it's just, it's, the culture is so different. I think that the pace of life is a little bit different. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're all going to have to learn about being happy with, with a lot less, aren't we? <laughs> I think this is going to be a real eye opener for a lot of people. I think a lot of people are really going to take inventory of who they are and what they've been doing and change it up. Absolutely. Yeah. You're a a life by design architect, aren't you? So tell us what that is. So I have a coaching business and um, what, what should I say? I help people discover their passions and I create customized action plans for them to go through. Um, I help, it's business coaching. Normally I help people start their own businesses, but because I've taken such a huge leap myself in life and in so many different ways, I think that, you know, that's how I kind of relate with a lot of people because anytime you start something new, anytime you have thought about something for years and haven't taken action on it, you know, it's what kind of scares you to death, but it's also the thing that, um, you know, you should really make a move on at some point. Well, I'm always quoting this. Um, I don't know if you know the motivational speaker, Les Brown. Uh uh He is, he always says that the cemetery is the richest place on earth because that's where all the artists, all the talent went to die. All their ideas with them. Yeah. And all their ideas because they didn't get up and do it. And exactly. I think people talk a lot about what they want to do and how they want to do it. And they never do it. Like my parents, friends, um, talked incessantly about retiring Mm. and where they were going to retire and how they were going to retire. And one by one, they all died and never went to where they were talking about, never Mm. did what they wanted to do. My parents actually ended up uh, moving to Panama in 2012 and retiring here. So they did, you know, kind of, at least they made the jump and they made their dream, you know, what they wanted to do to retire. And I think that that's one of the things. Don't look at back and be like, oh, why did I not? Yeah, I know. I wish I'd done that because tomorrow isn't promised, is it? So you might no. as well do as much of what you want to do as you can. So how can you help us? How can you stop us from losing our mojo? Okay. And this is pretty... Um, relevant to today I Absolutely, think a lot, yeah. of, <laughs> a lot of people are either losing it or going mm. to lose it right mm. in this time and I, I think it's you know um, for your particular audience you know once we hit our 50s and up we're kind of lost we're thinking like you know who am I what do I want to do when I grow up mm. you know and then sitting around the house kind of, you know, sometimes just takes it out of you. Like it makes you feel like you don't want to do anything. Mm. <laughs> just the yeah. absolute opposite. So 
I think, you know, kind of rediscovering some sort of a passion or getting back in touch with yourself and who you are and what you really want out of life. Mm. And I think that this time right now is going to be, you know, I think, like I said before, it's just going to be such an eye opener. I think a lot of people are going to take stock of how they were spending their time before and what their priorities are. Mm. and realize maybe that they've lost their mojo a long time before yes. the coronavirus yeah. hit. And they've been doing the, something that they weren't, wasn't making them, them happy. Go through the motions, go yeah. through the motions, yeah. go through the motions. And so, you know, some of us wake up and we're like, oh my God, you know, I don't know where I am, what I'm doing, I'm lost, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Some of us, that sort of hits, but other people just sort of keep going through life and never realize it. They don't stop to analyze whether they're happy or is this going to give me what I've always dreamt of because they've never really thought about what they would like in the future. And you know? right now they have nothing but time to think about. <laughs> exactly. And I think it can go the other way as well. From being a motivated person, if you allow this to get on top of you and you, you go can't. down the route of I've spent a month sitting on the couch watching Netflix, it will be very hard to get your you mojo can't do back. It. Yeah. I just yeah. I think you can't do it. I think you need to find the way to get your mojo back yes. right now. I don't yeah. think you can this is not one of those times where you're gonna say, When this happens, I will. When this ends, I will. You can You've got to keep that. going. Yeah, yeah. And because the advantage is we can stay in communication. We can't be in physical touch, but we can be in communication with the with And the I internet. find that's so, funny you mentioned that, but I find that people are communicating now way more than they ever communicated, you know, a month ago. And I just, I wonder and hope, you know, if that will continue. So how do you help us to get this passion back and get our mojo back? So I, I have a, a program that I offer when I go through people, it's called the Absolute Game Changers, and I can give you links to that later. But mm -hmm. Um, in a nutshell, I have a series of questions. I love asking questions and I just have a series of things that I think people should go through. The first step would be find some sort of a passion, whether it's, you know, just for the moment, whether it's to use it as a hobby, whether it is to start your business, it does not matter. Mm -hmm. We all need to have something that wakes us up in the morning that we're excited about. You know, yeah. that keeps us up at night, not because mm -hmm. we're so stressed out, but because we can't wait to, to be able to, to work on it or to be able to yeah, think yeah, about yeah. it or, you know, yeah. something that gets that mojo going again. Mm -hmm. And so I think, um, just if you want me to, I can ask a couple of the questions. I oh, think it's yes. simple, yeah, please. you know, like you just said before, people don't sit around and think about it. People just never have the time. They don't allow themselves. And I, I want to say, I know your audience is um, both men and women, and I work sometimes both men and women, but the reality is I think women do this more than men is we don't allow ourselves the time to think about ourselves and to figure out what's going on with ourselves and to wonder, you know, if there is something else out there. Yeah. And so I think right now people are doing it. So mm -hmm. let me just, I'll go through the quick questions yeah, and yeah. Um, if you guys want to write them down, you can probably remember them. They're short and quick. But the first question right. I think everybody should ask themselves is, can you name one thing that you liked to do as a child and you gave up on it because it was not something you could do as a career? So, you know, singing, 
photography, you know, a lot of people do a lot of things and, you know, gave up on it because, you know, your mom might have said, hey, you are not going to be an actress, you know, go get, <laughs> yeah, yeah. go get a degree in something yeah. besides that, you know. That so, happened I th- to me and now I am an actress. <laughs> oh, see? But the thing I've started doing since lockdown is playing the piano. I gave up on that as a teenager. So yeah, yeah. now I've got a goal. I've given myself a goal that well, I'll come out the other side of this because it's not going to be anytime soon. So exactly. when I come out of this, I will be much more confident and able to play. The piano. See, that's beautiful. Mm. That's beautiful. And I mean, there are ways you can spin things. You know, if later on you wanted to turn one of your passions into a business, there are mm. all sorts of spins you can put on things. But for the moment, it's just really think about it. And what is it that you really, you know, love to doing? Because yeah. all, a lot of people forget, you know, a lot of people just forget that they loved to do something when they were a child because they yeah. never think about it. Yeah. So the second question is, um, what am I doing? This is very funny. And this I is one of my questions that I always ask everybody. And it's so funny for right now. But what am I doing when I completely lose track of time? Like you get so involved in something and you just like forget to even eat. Mm. Like what is it that you can get so engrossed in that, you know, you just forget where you're at, what you're doing, and mm. you're not concerned. So that's one of those things like that you can get super engulfed in. Like if you can sit down and play the piano for three hours in a row, you know, clearly that's something you're into. Yeah. If you could get on a stage and act for six hours in a row and be like, oh my God, I'm famished the minute you get off and you're like, I I didn't eat breakfast or lunch. I've been practicing too long, (laughs) you know? Yeah. That kind of thing happens to Mm -hmm. you when you're really into something. Yeah. So trying to get that feeling back is what we're after here, right? Mm-hmm. And then the last question is, um, what could I talk about for hours on end to the point of just annoying people? So a lot of people, when they're super passionate about something, you know, they want to talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. And yeah, yeah. typically your spouse doesn't give a crap. You're like, they're not interested in whatever yeah. it is that you're talking about. And you have yeah. to train yourself, you know, okay, he's not my audience. Those are really good questions to ask yourself and particularly at the moment. I think that as well, like you say, with women, we feel guilty if, if, if we're thinking of something that's a bit self-indulgent or spending time doing something self-indulgent. But a lot of your, your audience can probably relate to this, but, you know, you spend your whole life, you know, working and making a good home and, you know, helping your husband or your children or, you know, your parents, you know, now that we're getting older, I mean, mine have already passed Oh, but for those of you that still have them, you know, helping your parents, whatever it is. So we spend all of our time focused and thinking about how we can help everybody except for ourselves. Mm. And that's how we lost our mojo to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the same happens with men because, you know, they don't allow themselves to really get deep about anything. You know, I mean, we do it because we're so deep about everything else in our lives as women. (laughs) We're so deep about everybody else. But they are going through the same at this age. They are going through the same things because this podcast and my journal and my workshops were originally aimed at women, but the podcast brought what I was doing to the attention of men. And they were saying, well, you know, we're going through the same transition. It's they do. Still, it's they still do. the big thing for us, you know, 
changing from a work lifestyle to retirement or becoming a grandparent or becoming an empty nester. It's, it's a big change for them too. I think so too. And I, I do think like, you know, women kind of, we react differently. Women will get more involved in somebody else's issues, you know, your parents, your, <laughs> yeah. your kids, whatever. But men don't know where to put that energy. And that's what ends up happening. You know, that mm -hmm. can cause a, a serious crash. Yeah. Yeah. How can we work with you? Is it an online coaching or? Yeah. So I do offer online coaching and that's at absolutegamechangers.com. On there, I have um, like a free guide just to help you find your passion and get going. So that's just for free. Um, right. You don't have to sign up for coaching or anything. Mm -hmm. um, also right now I've been going live on my Facebook page, um, my profile page or whatever, you know, my Erica Leary mm -hmm. um, every day. So right. if anybody is interested, I go live every day and I, I like to talk about a lot of motivational stuff, which, you know, right now is very pertinent. And really what other time in our lives have we had? I mean, since you were five, <laughs> when you had so much time, yes. really figure out, you know, hey, what is my next move going to be? Yeah, yeah. Before you go, can I ask you a question? It's one that I ask all my guests. If you met teenage Erica and she was to look at where you are now, what's one thing that she would be proud of? And what's one thing that would make her say, oh, I wish we'd done that differently? <laughs> That's such a great question. All right. So <laughs> proud of, I would say um, that I've been a very persistent person in my life. Um, mm -hmm. I have gone for things that, you know, I had to go for over and over and over again. Um, and, and I would say going for it. I mean, like, I don't want to look back and regret anything. Mm -hmm. So I would say that's one of the things I'm proud of myself for doing. I think I do yeah. things that a lot of people would never, you know, do. And that's personality too. My brother, you know, doesn't have the same personality that I have and would never do half the things I do, but within your personality, you know, yeah. don't look back and regret what, what you would do within your personality. Mm -hmm. right? yeah. It doesn't have to be, you know, move, move to another country. I mean, you know, my brother would <laughs> like never, somebody did. <laughs> right. I mean, that would like never even be in my brother's vocabulary, <laughs> but don't regret, you know, not going for that promotion mm. or don't regret, you know, not asking the girl out or mm. whatever it is, you know? Yeah. Just, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. Is there anything that you think, oh yeah, I wish I had done that differently. So this is very funny, but, um, my answer is going to almost sound like a plug for you, but this is my true answer. Um, you, you sell some sort of a, a journal, I think, right? Yes. My, my answer is I would have started journaling years ago. Me too. Years yes. ago. Yeah. I think journaling is like the secret sauce to life. Mm -hmm. I really do. I think it, you know, it makes the most successful people, more successful. I think it yeah. makes, you know, the depressed person find their mojo. Yes. I think that it is one of the things that can really make changes in you, in life, in your environment and everything. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it's good to get it out on paper. I think that a lot of times, you know, people weigh themselves down with so much thought <laughs> going on up there. And when you get it down, it comes out. 
I mean, it's powerful. I think journaling is so, so powerful. So yeah, that would be my one thing. Like yeah, start yeah. journaling yeah, yeah. young and yeah. keep going. And I haven't paid Erica to say that, by the way. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> funny. It, yeah, that is yeah. funny, but it's not. Yeah. I have to say, it's been absolutely lovely talking to you. And finding out about Panama as well, because my geography is rubbish and my knowledge of what's going on everywhere else is rubbish. Oh, it's, um, it's summer here year round, just mm. for your knowledge. It's like 90 degrees right now. Really? Wow. Yeah. And that's like 86 is about yeah. the average. Yeah, that's what would be sort of really hard for us to comprehend. It's having to stay in when it's so beautiful and hot outside. Well, I, I sit right by the window so I can mm-hmm. see all of the beautiful sun, but I wake yeah. up like four in, four in the morning and so yeah. it's pitch black. And so as I'm working, I start hearing like, I love that, you know, like you start hearing the birds chirping and you're like, oh, they're as excited as I am to be alive today. Oh, fantastic. Oh, can I just say thank you so much for being a lovely guest. Thank you. It's been awesome. I really appreciate the opportunity to come on and speak to you and your awesome audience. Um, And I will put the links in the show notes. And if anybody wants to grab the free resource that Erica mentioned on the website or join the Facebook group, please do so. I will be. Well, have a fantastic rest of the day i'm not going to say whether it's monday tuesday wednesday because i frankly i have no idea it's just a day uh, thank you it was so nice to meet you and you thank you so much i hope you enjoyed that as i said erica is a joy to talk to so bubbly the facebook lives she mentioned are at 7 p.m uk time So tune in using the link in the show notes. The answer to last week's quiz is the Daily Mail. If you want to know what the question was, then you'll have to listen back to episode 46. Here's this week's question. Which movie won an Oscar for the best picture of 1973? The answer I will give you next week. No Googling. Thanks so much for listening this week. Remember to tell your friends about this podcast and remember my deal on the My Best Life journal. There's no time like the present to do a bit of self-reflection and to get into the rhythm of keeping tabs on your mind and body self-care routine. If it's something that you thought of doing one day, well, today is that day. Do look after yourselves. If you do need a bit of company, don't forget that you can catch up on the previous directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcasts. If we've learned anything by our age, it's that nothing is forever. It's just a very strange time. See you next week. Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast is created and produced by me, Marsha Ogden, and it's available on several platforms, as well as via our website. So please keep listening and tell your friends all about it. Do follow us on Instagram and Facebook too. You'll find all the relevant links in the show notes. 
Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus is about making our life happier and easier. So if you do have suggestions or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, just drop me a line at marsha at Have a fantastically happy week and I'll see you next time.